listening to the unofficial Battle Boss Podcast, episode number 11, our week four instant reactions and rapid recap. We are coming at you almost live from the unofficial studios in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This was an unbelievable night. Let's go. It's robot talking time. We're your hosts, I'm Al. And I'm Alan. And this is a super fan podcast that is normally spoiler free, but we just got done watching week four of BattleBots. What's your t- first takeaway off the top of your head? It was an amazing episode, many upsets and comebacks for robots. Yeah, so big matchups, big bounce backs, big upsets. This was a big episode. Yes. It was awesome. Yeah, uh, coming into it, we had a lot of returning bots, mainly from episode one, but a couple from episode two, and a lot of them were 0-1, not a lot, but a good chunk of them were 0-1, so this was a fight or die match for most of these bots. Yeah, these, uh, a lot of these became almost elimination type matches. Yeah. Um, of course, there's the Desperado tournament, but uh, if Which, we're knocking out four people today in elimination yeah. matches, only one of them, only one yeah. person can win the Desperado tournament, so... Uh, we might see something this year where good bots are getting turned away from that tournament. Yeah, I mean, it's already episode four, and the people in the show are already hinting at bots entering the tournament. Right. Which is uh, <laughs> right. Uh, nothing I thought I'd see. No. But. Um, and we should um, hear more about that, obviously, as the weeks go on. Yes. And as some of these chips fall where they were. All right, so let's go to our top story for tonight. I think my biggest takeaway uh, was the biggest matchup. So we had two... Matchups that included top 16 bots yeah. from our unofficial, our officially unofficial team rankings. rankings. Um, Tombstone versus Sawblaze and Duck versus Cobalt. Um, I think the big story was uh, Tombstone doing what yeah. Tombstone does. Uh, people, even me, thought that Tombstone's going to have a hard time in this fight, which they did for like... 15 seconds almost. <laughs> right. So, uh, Tombstone just came in. Actually, Sawblaze came in very aggressive. It was able to take hits from Tombstone. Tombstone went flying around. It was on top of Sawblaze. They were split apart from the Pulverizers, and it was done from there from Sawblaze. Yeah, so um, Tombstone used their Aluminum Blade again. Yeah. Uh, that's the biggest weapon they have. Um, Sawblaze uh, was using some of those rubber guards along with the huge wedge. Um, they were a little bit more aggressive at the beginning. Uh, there were a couple big hits, but like you said, they kind of got stuck together. Um, the pulverizer separated them. Um, and then kind of at the same time, there were a couple big hits yeah. by Tombstone and Sawblaze kind of lost some of their control. Yeah. Um, so they weren't moving on one side. Nope. Uh, they weren't getting counted out. Uh, I don't know if that was because Tombstone was hitting Sawblaze or Sawblaze had enough movement to not be counted out, which I don't think is the case. Yeah, and then half of their wedge came flying off. Yeah. And it was at that point um, where I didn't understand why Tombstone was being so aggressive. Yeah. (laughs) I was yelling uh, at the TV, stay away, stay away. Yeah. Um, Ray Billings, you know, he does what he does. But so he ran into Sawblaze. He starts dancing around the ring, flopping around. Yeah. And then I'm like, stop, just stop. And he, I, I think he went in for maybe one more hit. And I was yeah. just like, wow. Which was this at dude the is... wheel. So I mean, yeah. maybe he was trying to just completely end it. 
be like no chance of coming back. But right, it's more of a Bronco situation from season one, except it didn't end brutally for Tombstone. Uh, but Tombstone, it I thought it was going to break the floor at one point because it hit Sawblaze and Sawblaze wasn't moving, and it it got turned sideways, upside down. It's yeah, spinners it was kind of hitting spinning the floor on one on one wheel, bouncing yeah. on one wheel, uh, and it was hitting the floor. It was. It was a flashback to the first episode of season three when Tombstone broke the floor. That yep. same exact case scenario happened, just the floor didn't yeah. break. Yeah, so um, this was uh, in our in our rankings. Uh, Tombstone was number two. Sawblaze was number 14 coming in. And, you know, Tombstone's now beat Lockjaw and Sawblaze. Yeah. Um, it's as good at two wins as anyone could have yeah. at this point. Both are great drivers. People say that great drivers are Tombstone's weakness. Uh, Tombstone isn't showing that. Well, they're proving them wrong so far. Yeah, I mean, and they, they've been doing a great job driving. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, a big takeaway I have from this one is that uh, Tombstone was very durable. Yeah, uh, There very. was a lot of um, hits. I mean, that, they were generating it, but yeah. there were a lot of hits. Um, they withstood it. They were thrown around yeah. a little bit. Yeah. And another takeaway, Sawblaze was a great driver in that match. Before the fight, the creator, Jameson Go, he mentioned that Tombstone does this tactic where he tries to run away, but then backs into them and hits their wheels. Yep. Uh, which is very smart. Oh, of course. But they tried, I noticed that Tombstone tried doing that and Sawblaze was about to go in and then they backed off last second because they realized that Tombstone was actually going for that. Oh, so you noticed it during the fight? Yeah. I didn't pick that up. I know okay, Sawblaze backing up. up after charging after. <laughs> um, yeah, and you know, they came out right away. They were, like I said, they were a little bit more aggressive and they attacked the side of Tombstone and they had yeah. control of Tombstone for a while. Yeah. Um, and if it weren't for the pulverizer separating them, who knows yeah. what would have happened because Tombstone couldn't really get its weapon yeah. going sawblaze move. would have tried to get it saw through it and tombstone said that the saw would go through sawblaze yeah so and then we could have maybe seen a saw do something yeah against tombstone <laughs> against anyone. tombstone of all people yeah um so this was actually this was the first time all year that i had picked uh the winner when we disagreed on a match yeah. so i'm kind of i'm happy that. that tombstone won i really wanted tombstone to win i just didn't think it was likely but it, it happened yeah, so look for Tombstone to have one of those top seeds going oh, in. Yeah. Uh, they are going to keep doing what they're doing. Um, after two fights, you kind of you start to see what these bots are really about this season. Um, there is no doubt uh, that Tombstone has the two most impressive wins. Yeah. The, the most impressive pair of wins. Yeah, and just very durable. I think that's just... Because Tombstone in season one and two, you could see they weren't as durable as they are today. Their spinner would break down. They'd hit a wall. And, like, their spinner would stop working. We saw that in the right. Yeti fight in Season 2. Yep. And Bite Force in Season 1. Yeah. So it's just great to see Tombstone always having their weapon working. It because is. Because that's a hard thing to do with a spinner like that. Right. One that's that powerful and spins yeah. that fast. And so much can go wrong. I mean, so yeah. much can go wrong. And it just doesn't. So it's very durable. It showed its durability. Um, great driving. Underrated driving. It, I think people are talking more and more about it. I know we are. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he's got this thing where he just stays calm. Like, yeah. no matter what's going on in the fight, he just stays calm. Uh, he stays in the moment. Uh, that is going to be very good in a competition where you're yeah. in a close battle. Yeah. Um, it, was it a little stupid to keep going after Sawblaze yeah. in one of these matches? I, I think so. But, I, I mean, mean, it's better to do it now than to do it in the tournament. Yeah. I. I think the fact that Tombstone is calm really helps because 
the fact that because people not being calm can actually lead to people losing like that tombstone strategy that ray billings has been doing where he runs away right people saw that opening they were just quick to go after it yeah and and people know that he does that and they still fall into it because like you're saying they're not they're not calm they're like oh my gosh i can (laughs) finally hit tombstone yep Okay, um, so Tombstone, I mean, they're doing what they're doing. The number two seed, uh, another impressive win over number 14. The other big matchup of the week, the other top 16 matchup, was number 12, Duck, against number seven, Cobalt. Um, and this was an unbelievable It was fight. crazy. The fact that it was the first fight that we saw, uh, Battlebots usually does make one of their best fights the first one. But this was just crazy. Cobalt just ripped apart duck yeah so you know duck came in with the same game plan they always have yeah take it uh, take as many hits as you can uh cobalt came in uh using the same disc um that they had used to beat sub-zero yep um and they you know when the fight started no one really did anything no um once cobalt spun up though um oh, it was just it was amazing yeah yeah <laughs> I mean, when you talk about the fight, it sounds like that Cobalt won. Right. Because they had some of the biggest hits we've ever seen Yeah, on BattleBots. I mean, Duck took more damage against Cobalt than it did Tombstone. Right. Without a doubt. I mean, yeah. I've never seen anything like it. So, um, the Wedge kind of got under Cobalt. Um, but then Cobalt, huge hit. Huge hit. Yeah. Two huge hits. Another huge hit. Uh, drove Duck into the screws. Duck was upside down. Then the wedge yeah. kind of bent. You could see it bend. And then it just kind of flew off. Um, totally ripped the face of Duck off. And then got stuck on the floor and got counted out. Yeah, it's pretty sad to see that happen. Yeah. Uh, that can be something that can be fixed, though. Raise your wedge a little bit or just don't use it. But... And, so, and, you know, with Duck, they're a defensive bot. Yeah. Uh, their whole thing is to take on as much destruction as possible. And that's what they and did. And they did that. Even when they lost their wedge, they, they were taking huge yeah. hits. And they didn't stop. Every single hit sent Duck flying in the air. It's right. great. No other bot could have withstood that kind of pressure. Nope. And with Cobalt, you know, with them having that low wedge, this is always a possibility. And teams yeah. that, that are using this technique are running into problems, especially as the battles go on as we yeah. progress through the through the season and through the tournament uh the floor is just beat up it's nicked up there are the um you know there are ruts in the floor yeah. anyway um but there yeah. are a lot more now and you don't really fix it till it goes wrong because that's when you realize that's wrong like hydra and last episode they could barely drive because of how low their wedges were now cobalt got stuck it's like you can't you can't fix it until it goes wrong Right. So that's uh that's the sad part about it. Yeah, and you know, it's that's just one of the things that we're gonna watch as the season and the tournament progresses is whether that creates a problem for these bots with wedges. Yeah. Because if they can't if they aren't that low to the ground, they're not nearly as effective. No. If you can get under them, you are you're very dumb. effective. Yeah. Um so yeah, that I mean where would you put some of these hits on the on the all-time spectrum here? It's some of the greatest hits I've ever seen. It, like, Cobalt threw Duck as high as like a Bronco flip could. Maybe not high as a highest Bronco flip, but like a regular size Bronco flip. It's crazy. Or maybe like a Sub-Zero or a Lucky flip. Has Sub-Zero ever f- flipped anyone? Kinda. <laughs> but... <laughs> 
it's just crazy. It has as much power. Yeah, as and I mean flipper. to string them all together like that, one after another. Uh, to me, that was what made it more impressive because you normally don't see just humongous, enormous hit after yeah. enormous hit after enormous hit. Uh, it was really something to watch. Um, you, you kind of feel like Cobalt get got hard done because yeah, you know they dominated this fight and they're. So they showed exactly what we wanted to see, yep. how destructive their weapon was. We've never seen anyone do that to Duck. No. Um, on the opposite end, uh, we've never seen a bot take as much punishment as Duck yeah. did. So and still won. What did this tell me? Um, that Cobalt does exactly what it does, and yeah. Duck does exactly what it does, and they both worked the way they were supposed to. And I don't really... It doesn't really change my opinion no. on either of them. It, it actually gave me a higher opinion on both bots. And yeah. Because uh, Cobalt Spinner never stopped working. Even at the end when they were counted out, it was still spinning, which is crazy. Taking yeah. all those hits from Duck. It shows that they actually have a really reliable bot that can take a ton of right. hits. Yeah. And keep on going. And just keep going. Um, yeah. What a fun fight. What an yeah. amazing fight. Um yeah, I don't know what else there is to say yeah. about that. Uh, it was just constant hit. Usually the bots back off after a great hit. Uh, Cobalt and Duck just kept swinging at each other. It was crazy. It was great. Yeah, and I could see both of these bots. I could see Cobalt maybe staying where they're at. Uh, we yeah. had them at number seven. Um, I think Duck moves up. Yeah, I mean... Uh, we had them pretty yeah. low in our top 16 at 12. Yeah, and for the real top 16, the real tournament, a Duck just needs one, one more fight, and they basically clinched their spot in the top 16. Right. And they so, won't have to go through a 16 yeah. battle like they did last year. Yeah. Um, I think the next biggest story from tonight um, was the bounce backs. Oh, yeah. Um, so there were four different bots um, that came in 0-1. Well, uh, more than four. No, Well, there were four bots that came okay. in this week at yeah. 0-1 that won their fight. Oh, yep. <laughs> um, and got right back into the mix. Yeah. Um, so... The four teams that, that started out with a loss but won tonight were Lockjaw, Ribot, Rotator, and Blacksmith. Yes. And once you get back to one and one, uh, you're right back in the game. Two and one is a good record in BattleBots. One and two is not. Yeah. Uh, especially since last season, no bots that had two losses made it into the tournament without winning a Rumble or a tournament, like the Desperado tournament. So if you're 0 and 2. It's kind of like... Yeah, your season is almost over. Yeah. You're going to have to go Desperado, which is win or lose. Yeah. I mean, if you if you don't win that tournament, you can't be in the top 16. No. Um, and I wouldn't want to risk being in a 5, 6, yeah. 7, 8 bot rumble at the end. I mean, Valkyrie, they joined the Desperado, they lost, and they're in the 6 bot rumble and they lost. I mean... You have all these opportunities, even if you're 0-2, 1-2, or 2-2. But still, it's very concerning when you have two losses because it's really hard to clinch that spot. Right. I mean, you're you're putting yourself at very tough odds. Yeah. Very tough odds. Uh, it would be tough to come back from that. So, of the four uh, matches that we saw today, I think the one we want to start with is Lockjaw versus Quantum. Oh, yeah. Uh, what What a match this was. Uh, what a matchup. Um, yeah. We're really looking at, um, you know, this huge crusher uh, against a great driver. Yeah. Uh, Quant- uh, not Quantum. Lockjaw came in very aggressive, got a ton of hits off of Quantum. 
not really big hits, but they're good enough to stop Quantum at the end. And just Lockjaw never let Quantum get room to crush it. It was always facing its front. Uh, Quantum was never able to get the side or back of Lockjaw. Yeah, so um, they used their two teeth to to have more of an opportunity to catch them. Um, They did kind of uh, get close enough to try to to clamp down on them. Yeah, Um, and they missed. (laughs) They missed every time they tried. Um, So there was one time where it looked like they might have caught the front of um, Lockjaw in their weapon maybe Um, but it wasn't actually piercing anything it was just a way to control them and and move them around for a while Um, once once that happened um, you know they missed a couple bites I'm calling them Uh, there were a couple big hits a couple huge hits Quantum just basically stopped moving um, and Lockjaw officially won by knockout flipped it over too yeah, I mean, um, they Quantum really only had two chances to use their their yeah. crusher. Um, they missed both. Uh, one thing we did learn about Quantum is that they were able to self-write. Yeah. As you uh, said, they, they yeah. did get flipped over at the very end. And you could see that they have a little flap that works like a Hypershock or Witch Doctor does. It yep. just wasn't working, probably because they're about smoking and they couldn't move. Probably had some sort of relevance to that. And as is always the case with Lockjaw, who's now one and one, so they lost to Tombstone by a knockout, but then yeah. they knocked out Quantum, so they're looking solid at one and one. Yeah. Um, really, the takeaway, as always, is great driving, elusive driving, uh, a functional bot that is durable and reliable. Yeah, and this shows a lot for Quantum because if you just stay on Quantum, make sure they don't bite you, you could probably win. Right. I mean, that's the thing. If they don't, if they don't clamp onto you. You're yeah. probably going to beat them. And they clamp down really fast. They do. It's not a slow clamp like uh, Kraken or Petunia. No, it was awesome seeing the segment of the show where they went behind yeah. the scenes and showed them crushing the different metals. That was really fascinating and really just showed how powerful that bot is. Yeah, it with uh, aluminum, they went 2%. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and it, it, it bit through it like it wasn't anything. Like it was paper. Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts. So, um, Lockjaw, uh, one and one. And now Quantum's also one and one. Uh, coming into this match, Quantum was ranked number nine in our power rankings. Yeah. Uh, Lockjaw was unranked. Um, it'll be interesting to see what happens next week. I think, I, I know for me, uh, I'm going to drop Quantum a little. Yeah. I was probably too high on them. Yeah. Um, but that's okay. We can overreact. I mean, that's how it works. We only saw them work. Yeah. We didn't see their... And we uh, only saw them once, and yeah. we overreacted, which is awesome. Yeah. Because that's what we do. Yeah. It's the day of the internet, so uh, it, overreactions are always in order. All right. Uh, the, I think the next big fight um, that we want to talk about from that team, um, those teams coming back, is Ribot uh, beating Endgame. This was a shock for me. Yeah. Okay, so after Endgame lost the first match that they were in this year, yeah. um, when they lost to Death Roll, but they dominated, Yeah, um, I had asked, is this a trend? Is this who Endgame yeah. is? They were my wild card pick, um, and then they dominated again. They had lost three or four fights in a row to end last season. Yeah. Uh, then they lost after dominating, and then today they lose to Riverlot. Um, Which was unexpected. So I'm not even saying this is a trend anymore. This is just who they are. Yeah. Uh, I just got... 
I don't know what to think of them anymore because I know I'm not going to really pick them anymore for future fights unless they're going against a bot that I don't think is as good. Like Ribot? Yeah, I was about to say, but I thought <laughs> Ribot of that way. Right. Which they proved themselves not to be that. No, and so Ribot was 0-1. Um, they had lost to Kraken uh, in a unanimous decision. Uh, this is a modular bot. They used their vertical disc spinner. Um, they had two forks. Endgame yeah. had a vertical spinner with four forks. Um, we did see Endgame's self-writing bar. Yeah. Um, they, and they, go didn't, ahead. they didn't use it to self-write. We only saw them use it at the end. It was just they moved it out of nowhere. Right. And, yeah. So, it's just something I noticed. Um, I know you noticed as well. Yeah. Um, you know, I thought Ribot was taking a risk going weapon on weapon. Yeah. Uh, their strategy was to go weapon on weapon with Endgame, which seems silly. But it worked. Um, but it really worked. I mean, there was a huge hit to yeah. start. Um, well, Ribot was kind of getting stuck to the floor, which yeah. is becoming a theme. Yeah. Um, but then there was a huge hit, and then another huge hit where they both kind of bounce off of each other. Uh, and Ribot's, that's where their weapons stopped kind of spinning. Yeah. Um, they lost part of their wedge. <laughs> and uh, there was just a monster hit by Endgame, which made Endgame lose one of their belts. And it looked like they lost yeah. control over half of their bot. Yeah. Well, Ribot had two great hits against Endgame. They had one that sent Endgame flying uh, across the arena. They, they did a 360 in the air. And after Endgame got a hit off of Ribot and it's half of its drive didn't work, Ribot came in and got another great hit off of Endgame. And I was shocked to see such a small spinner do that much damage. Yeah, I mean, it really did do a significant amount of damage. Yeah. Or at least it looked like it did. Yeah. I mean, it was a, those were big hits. And I was completely shocked. Yeah, it was. It, the spinner looks really small. So right. just the fact that we saw it do that is crazy. Yeah, and that's awesome. Um, it speaks really well for Ribot. Um, they drove a lot better yeah. uh, in, in this match. Um, not that Endgame's the, the best driver, but th- this is a good driving team. Um, yeah. And Ribot, I thought, drove really poorly against Kraken. So yeah. it was good to see them uh, kind of bounce back. Yeah. And, I mean, Endgame was able to get under Ribot. So the fact that Ribot was able to go get those hits was crazy. Like, it never it never gave up. And it end up, they ended up winning. They took a risk and they won. Yeah. Um, and Ribot, I mean, they're one and one. I, I'm not thinking about them for my top 16 yeah not yet at least. um and endgame was our number 16 bot coming into yeah, the week i don't they will obviously drop out yeah uh they will not receive any points uh, i don't imagine um and again it's not a trend anymore with endgame this is who they are yeah. they're going desperado route they could easily win that yeah um but I we say that every time they fight uh yeah they could have won uh, yeah. they should have won uh they didn't win uh so we've seen that too long uh, too many times. Again, they were my wild card. Uh, they're going the Desperado route. Uh, and, you know, another concern for them is they have two motors and they lost both of them. Yeah. This is not This is not going to end well for them. No. I'm just hoping that they get a good next season at this point. Yeah. Uh, they probably will even have to beat someone to maybe even get into the Desperado tournament. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think you can get you can enter your hat in. Uh, right. But they'd have to get chosen yeah. at that point. Yeah. I think everyone was chosen last season. Okay. But. Yeah. Uh, more bots this year. Uh, more competitive bots. Yeah. We might see more people in that trying to get into that tournament. Yeah. Um, For okay. what I know, it's still eight bots. 
So, okay, it's an eight bot tournament. Yeah. So, and we already are talking about bots that are in it. So, mm-hmm. or that we think will be in it. Um, so there could be some real competition um, in for this. those spots. Yeah. Uh, I think the next team uh, we want to talk about. I know you want to talk about them. Is they were our number twenty team coming into the week. Uh, even though they were 0-1, it was Rotator. Uh, they were taking on Bombshell, who lost to Duck uh, pretty quickly because they couldn't sell Fright. Yeah. Uh, Rotator lost to Sawblaze in a unanimous decision, but they were able to stick it out with Sawblaze for the full three minutes Yeah. Um, with only one disc. Now they showed up with Only one disc, one disc yeah. Uh, Which and, actually and, helped them. And they used the blade. Actually, they didn't even use a disc. Yeah, they uh, used so they a only blade. one functioning weapon uh, bombshell vertical spinner um, they really small wheels it's, it's yeah. not very reliable um, no and once again they proved not to be reliable um, they were the aggressor bombshell was um, they did attack the side of rotator there were a couple weapon to weapon hits but yeah. then rotator kind of um, took over yeah a couple rotator hits. got a big hit off of bombshell that sent it flying i didn't expect that small blade to do it's not small but i didn't expect that blade to do that much right. damage it threw bombshell across the arena <laughs> it's just crazy it is um and that's when bombshell basically stopped moving yeah um got counted out uh so rotator wins by knockout um they were yeah. very impressive to me um bombshell is who they are they yeah. um a lot of promise um, but they're just it just hasn't been a reliable bot no. to this point. And that wedge and rotator actually helped them a lot. Uh, Bombshell went into that wedge at some points, and the wedge stopped Bombshell from hitting them. If they had a second blade, who knows what would have happened. Yeah, I mean, because then you're really vulnerable. If you're rotator and you have that second blade that's off the ground, yeah. um, Bombshell could have came in and just ripped that thing apart. Yeah, so uh, good for rotator. Yeah. No, I think it helped them in this case. I'm guessing that they they don't have the bot fixed to where they're going to be able to use both blades or well, both spinners. Because that, yeah, I don't know. Because that did seem like the better decision though to go with that. No, I, I agree, but I yeah. don't know that they had a choice. Who? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. So I'm until we see them use both weapons, I'm going to assume they're not using both weapons this year. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Rotator, they got the bottom panel off of Bombshell. They got the front wheel off, even though they were attacking the back, which is crazy. Yeah, that was interesting. Yeah. Because it's pretty well protected on Bombshell, for sure. Yeah, no, they their front wheels are really protected. Yeah, you so. have to get like around their new wedge and yeah. somehow get under it. or Yeah. I don't know. And then the bottom panel went off. Uh, I don't know how that happened, but... it. It got loose after Rotator got their large hit when they were showing the replays and Bombshell went flying. You could see that bottom panel got loose off of Bombshell. Uh, you could see the insides of Bombshell, which is never good. Never good. Never a good thing. Um, so Rotator's now 1-1. One one. Uh, they're back in the mix. They were number 20. Yeah. Um, they could move up. They could move into the top 16. I think it's going to be tough still for them. Um, but we're going to see some teams slide out of the top 16, so there's some room there. Yeah. I mean, last season, Rotator lost their first fight and then won their next three. This could happen again. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep our eye on them. I know that's someone you had your eye on at the beginning of the year. Yep. Uh, they are going to be fighting Tombstone, though. So that is, uh, that's pretty worrying, given if they lose again, they've kind of lost most of their chances at the tournament. Right. If that happens uh, soon, 
and say they lose, they would be one and two. But for now, they are one and one. Uh, Bombshell's zero and two. Their season is over. They could well, try to get into the Desperado tournament. You never know. Bombshell entered the tournament at zero and four last season. Yeah, well, it's not over till it's over. It's but, over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm calling it over. Yeah, it, it I, I wouldn't be shocked if they enter Desperado though. Okay. I do think there's going to be competition for those spots, and I yeah. don't know that an 0 and two or 0 and three team um, that hasn't been reliable can really make that tournament this year. Who knows? But we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, the other team that was 0 and one and got their first win tonight is a bot that we've talked a lot about, um, Blacksmith. Yes. Um, they're not in our top twenty. Uh, they were fighting Kraken, who was 1-0, but they were not in our top 20. Uh, Kraken beat Ribot unanimously, which looks like a better win today than yeah. at the time. Uh, I overreacted to them. That's how I remember Kraken. I overreacted to their yeah. sportsmanship. Um, Blacksmith lost to Quantum uh, in a unanimous decision. To me, that's a knockout. It was a knockout. It's a knockout in my mind yeah. uh, because they couldn't get loose without... Um, burning up their bot. Yeah. So. Destroying a battery or something. So yeah. whatever it was, it was like... Yeah. It was um, it was a judge's, but it was a judge's decision that got in at a minute 30. Yep. So Kraken came out. Um, they had the shorter teeth. Yes. I don't know if that's... They, they had mentioned that uh, on the broadcast that that was the only way they thought they could beat Blacksmith. I mean, it looked like they could... Teeth got bent in their first match, so I don't even know if they were available. But yeah, I mean, Blacksmith is a giant bot, but Kraken made it look tiny in that battle. <laughs> yeah. It was crazy scene because, like, Blacksmith, they're like twice the height of Minotaur, for example. Right. And Minotaur is a tiny bot, but yeah, it's not extremely tiny. No, I mean it's it's well, it's not very tall. Yeah, it's um, taller than Bite Force. Uh, Blacksmith, Blacksmith is taller than Bite Force. Okay, so. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, Bite Force sits really low to the ground. Yeah, on those tracks. But uh, so Blacksmith, um, neither team really was more aggressive. Yeah, uh, Blacksmith was uh, mostly missing at the beginning, but then they had a couple of really nice hits. Yeah, um, mainly off the top of Kraken. Drove them into the screws. Drove them around for a while. Yeah, um, and was really beating up that top half of Kraken. Yeah, Black- which I still don't understand what's all up in there. It looks like there's a small family of rabbits could live in there. It's so big. I, I think I saw components in there. <laughs> okay, so maybe that's where all the crusher stuff is. Yeah, because the back is pretty. It's tiny. Right. I think most of their components are in that top yeah. part, which is that's pretty smart. Maybe. Uh, helps them drive better. Maybe. Maybe. But, I mean, Kraken took hit after hit from Blacksmith's flaming hammer. Yeah, and, and at one point they did start on fire. Yeah, it was a <laughs> giant ball of flames. It went out real quick. But, yeah. um, I and mean, then there were another couple big hits. Um, and Kraken kind of just controlled them for a while. Um, Kraken got one good bite off of Blacksmith. Right. And when he finally let go... Um, yes. Blacksmith was back at it again. Yeah, I mean, they just proved how durable they were. Um, it was a good fight. It was a yeah, good match. No, we enjoyed it. Black, it seemed like Blacksmith never stopped swinging their hammer. Even when they were caught in uh, cracking, they are still swinging their hammer at that front. I thought that was pretty cool of them to do. It seemed like they just hit a button and it just constantly swung its hammer. Right, right. And those flames made the fight that much better. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, they showed how durable they were and that they can yeah. do it for three minutes. And that's a big deal in BattleBots. Yeah, they swung their hammer so much. And the hammer just kept on going and going and going. It never stopped at all. 
Right. And especially as the season progresses, and this was their second battle, yeah. um, and they were able to do that. And they, you know, it, the more they can do that, um, it's going to help you as you progress through this tournament because it is a battle of attrition. Yeah. It's nice to see Blacksmith win the battle. Um, another thing about Kraken we noticed was the fire didn't seem to work again. No. Um, so this spot's having some problems. Um, it even had fire to start it up and it didn't work. Right. Um, but I think the, the biggest, probably the biggest thing coming out of this match was that it did go to a decision. Yeah. Um, it was a split decision. Um, and I think you can make an argument definitely either way. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I thought Kraken probably won because they had more control. In my mind, I thought it was Blacksmith. But Kraken yeah. didn't really have a weapon that worked. Yeah. So It was strange. At the end, I thought I could hear booing from the crowd when they said the decision. Yeah, and I think a lot of that was just the control that Kraken yeah. had. Um, they showed the most control. Um, they did bite down a couple times on Blacksmith, but they couldn't puncture anything. Um, yeah. So it gave them control where they could drive them around, yeah. but it wasn't. There was no real weapon there, and it's, no, it doesn't look real aggressive when you just try to push someone around. Yeah, I mean, it, they were being aggressive, but yeah. I don't know that it translates it yeah. on the scorecard. Yeah, and so I, I thought Kraken won. You thought yeah. Blacksmith won. And if there was booing, you kind of you gotta feel bad for the team that made Blacksmith because they've been trying so hard to win a fight, and when they finally do, they get booed. Well, they weren't getting booed, but yeah, yeah they no, I get what you're themselves saying. weren't, right. but there was booing going um, on. There's been a lot of a losing on the blacksmith side, and yeah, um, it's nice to see him come out with a win. Yeah, it really uh, is great team. Uh, again, durable, and they were able to escape um, from Kraken when they needed to, and they yeah. did exactly what they needed to do. Now they're one and one. Uh, we'll see who they fight next, but. Um, after fighting Quantum and Kraken, I'm sure they're going to hope that it's not another... Uh, another Crusher. <laughs> another Crusher. I mean, it's only Petunia after this. Right. From what I can remember. Yeah. I don't I, think there's another knows? Crusher. Okay. Maybe um, a Saw is next. Maybe a Saw is next. Um, I think the last um, fight from tonight that we haven't talked about was the rookie fight. Uh, that was Nelly the Elibot versus Rainbow. Yeah. Two rookies hadn't fought before. Um, I expected something big or crazy to happen because I yeah. wasn't sure how this fight made it onto this card because this card was loaded. Yeah, it really was. And you just got these two random rookies no one has really heard about. If you one from the UK, the one from Russia. Yeah. Uh, the team from the UK really is completely uh, unex- inexperienced. Yeah. The um, team they, from Russia, it's their fifth bot. So they have been building bots. Um, they had a horizontal spinner, which they weren't able to test. Um, and then you had a team that was a bunch of fans turned competitors yeah. um, with a which bot is good. that had no experience. Yeah. No, it is good. It's great for the sport. Yeah. It's great for the sport that there's two new teams, one from Russia, one from the UK. You know, it's becoming worldwide. Yeah. Um, there's fans turning into competitors. I mean, these are all great storylines. Um, and then the fight happened. Um, and there were a ton of big hits by Rainbow. Yeah, I mean, Rainbow's first hit was at the back of Nelly, the Ellie bot, which I, that could either be good driving from Rainbow or bad driving from Nelly. And it seemed that that must have broken the weapon because yeah. they never activated it once during the fight. Yeah, and Rainbow, they were able to hit the face of Nelly, the Ellie bot, uh, knocked off the eyes, the ears. You could see the insides <laughs> of the bot afterwards. Yeah, so we had uh, we had uh, Ribot 
and or I'm yeah, we had Ribot and Nelly the Ellibot and Duck all get their faces ripped off in this episode. Yeah. Maybe that should have been one of our top stories. And they're all animals. Watch the animals' faces get ripped off. Um, they were counted out. Nelly the Ellibot was. Yeah. Uh, um, one they thing, weren't moving. One thing I noticed though, Rainbow's spinner wasn't working, and Correct. it seemed loose. Yeah, it stopped at the end. So we'll see if they can come back yeah. from this. Um, but there were some nice hits by Rainbow. Yeah. I was impressed by the, can, by the power. If they can keep their spinner working, I could see him as a competitor against other bots. Yep. It's nice to see another horizontal spinner do well. Yeah, and anytime you have that horizontal spinner, um, you're giving yourself a chance because there's going to be some huge energy generated. Yeah. There's going to be a big hit. And if you can be durable enough, reliable enough to walk away, uh, you can get the win. Yeah, I mean, making a new horizontal spinner is like making a new flipper. It's like there's only one really good one in the sport, and they're one of the best robots. Yeah. So it's like it's pretty hard to get well known for that. Right. Yeah. Uh, there, there, um, there is an opening there. I don't yeah. know if Rainbow is going to fill that. Uh, I still have to see more. They probably faced um, the least competitive bot in the whole competition. Yeah. Um, and so far, at least so far as we've seen, yeah, um, I can't imagine one being less competitive than a cumbersome bot without a weapon. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, who we'll knows? See. Yeah, we'll see. Um, okay, uh, one one other thing we did want to talk about. One other fight we did want to talk about was the bonus battle from week three. Yes, which we watched uh, on Wednesday's episode on the Science Channel. Yep, uh, we just um, watched it before we watched the episode, so it's still uh, instant. And so this was Warhawk, uh, who was 0-0, zero zero, had not fought yet, against Petunia, who had not fought yet. Uh, Warhawk, of course, was in the round of 16 last year, lost to Bronco, but they brought a new bot with uh, dual configurations. Yep. Um, and this was one that kind of surprised me. Um, Warhawk did win by a knockout. Oh, yeah. Um, but what surprised me was that the when they first came out, um, Warhawk could not get under Petunia. Yes. But then their mini bot was able to get on Yeah, that. which is, they lifted up Petunia. Warstock lifted up Petunia, and it drove it around. Yeah, and then um, Warhawk was able to get underneath Petunia and deliver some huge, huge hits. And it was done from there. I mean, Warhawk got some crazy hits on Petunia. Yeah, and it was flipped over and over and over and over. Was, yeah. Um, flipped and flipped and flipped, uh, and then just basically stopped moving. Uh, there were a couple more big hits, so Warhawk did not just let Petunia get counted out, which was fine in yeah. this instance. Uh, the Pulverizer did some things. Um, I mean, it was it was a great fight. It was better than some fights that happened in Episode 3. So, it, and then towards the end, Petunia was kind of flipped over, and we weren't sure whether they could self-write. And it yeah. seemed like they probably could, but they just didn't want to. No, they didn't want to get into that trouble. <laughs> right, because they were just going to take more and more damage. Yeah. That wasn't going to be any fun uh, for them. Um, you know, with Warhawk, uh, they've kind of been under our radar. Yeah. Um, I don't even think... They didn't receive any uh, votes last week in our top 16 robot reveal yeah uh, but they definitely will uh they were a top 16 bot last year they look like they could be a top 16 bot again yeah i mean who knows i mean warstock came out of nowhere in season three they won their first fight against axe backwards they completely dominated and then it, they kind of just went downhill not yeah. down there actually went uphill i couldn't tell you who they <laughs> lost against i know they faced overhaul i forgot if they won or lost that one 
Okay. But they did beat free shipping. So, yeah. Warhawk, it's an interesting bot. I think it looks better than last season's version. Yeah, no, it really does. They yeah. got a new weapon, new wedges. It's Everything's better about it. And they lost to Bronco. I mean, they were in the top 16, yeah. they lost to Bronco. And okay. It was really close. Yeah, and when you I come was, back with a better bot. Yeah, and when I was watching them fight Bronco, in my mind, I was like, geez, Warhawk might actually have a chance right now. Uh, they got knocked out because of one flip. It was multiple flips, but a flip was... One, the, yeah. the death blow. Yeah. Um, okay, so that's all eight bots, or eight bots. That's all eight matches um, that we watched. Yes. Um, let's rank, though, our top fights from tonight. What was the best fight tonight? Maybe not the top story, but the best fight. Best fight by far is Duck versus Duck Cobalt. versus Cobalt. I mean, that's going to be um, one of the top fight. five matches of the season, yeah. probably. It's crazy. Um, if if you have a friend, uh, a partner, a relative, uh, that you a coworker that you want to get started watching BattleBots, show them that fight. Yeah, have them go to YouTube or, or record it on Discovery or Science Channel and watch that fight because yeah. that will hook some people because that was amazing. It was an amazing fight. It was, it was everything crazy. that we love. It was it was strength on strength, the the massive weapon against the impenetrable bot yeah um and they both did exactly what they were supposed to do and it ended the way it ended um because one of the bots got stuck on the floor which is certainly part of the sport yeah it shows that's not over till it's over too so it's all it's another great fight to show someone correct it's not one bot dominating another and then winning you can still because when duck lost the wedge i'm thinking you're just going to lose the rest of your bot like it's about to get torn up and they yeah. couldn't tear the body of the bot no, up either. I didn't see any wheels go flying either. Nope. So Duck stayed basically... The only thing that w- got removed was the wedge, which is crazy because I never thought I would see their yeah. wedge. Get I wonder how many out. wedges they brought. I don't know. I mean, that thing's humongous. It might be the yeah. only one. I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? They do. Yeah, they do I'm know. I'm sure other people know. Okay, I, uh, what was the second best fight of the night? Second best fight was Endgame versus Ribots. This is another great one. I mean, uh, give, I'll give Endgame this. Um, they are entertainers. Yeah, they are really entertaining. <laughs> so that was our number 16 bot versus an unranked bot. Um, who, again, we may have overreacted based off of their first fight, but that was the only fight we ever seen them in. Um, yeah. But they um, were able to be durable and make it to the end and... They capitalize on Endgame being Endgame. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, number three was uh, Kraken versus Blacksmith. Yes, this was a really fun fight to watch. Yes, it was just hit. Like, Blacksmith never stopped. Kraken never stopped. It was just full on three minutes of just spots going after each other. Yeah, I wish Kraken would have had... Uh, more use of its weapon, Yeah, I guess. Um, but... It, this was really entertaining, and again, it was great for Blacksmith. This was a split decision. We haven't had that many of those this season. No, um, it's. I don't think it's controversial because I, I don't think you can you could, say with certainty that yeah. you know one or, or the other bots won. You can make an argument for either bot, but you could also be like, "Well, I get why the other bot won." <laughs> exactly. So, um, very our close. number four. I'm sorry. Were you going to say something? Very close. Very close. Uh, the fourth best fight of the night for us was Tombstone versus Sawblaze. Um, most weeks, this would be higher. This was a really fun fight to watch. Yeah, it was. It's shocking that this fight is number four. 
Right. <laughs> like, if this were in episode two, this would be number one. And this was the main event. Oh, by far. Yeah. In, in episode, in week two. Um, this was the main event. Um, it didn't really disappoint. Um, Sawblaze showed me how durable they are with those rubber flaps or whatever they use, along with that huge wedge. Um, they do have the different saws that they can use. Um, so I, I, I don't think too much less of Sawblaze. We didn't have them all that high in our rankings. They were number no. 14. Um, I don't think they're going to lower because of this. Or right. they're not going to have a drastic drop. I think and we had dropped them three three spots last week. Yeah. Maybe uh, we didn't know they were going to face Tombstone at that time. Yeah. But maybe in anticipation of them losing to Tombstone, we already built in where they should be. Yeah. Because, you know, right around, you know, that 12 to 16 mark, that's where I, that's where I would see them. Yeah. Um, on, the, on the flip side, Tombstone, um, they may... They may get some number one votes this week. We'll see. Yeah. Ah, who knows? They're my number one vote. Right. Uh, They they were last week. Therefore, they should be it this week. (laughs) Right. They definitely didn't do anything to drop. No. Um, uh, My number one is Bite Force, and they're staying there until they lose. Okay. That's just how I roll. Yeah. They're the defending champs, and no one's beating them. So uh, they were in the Twitch tournament. No one beat them there either, but they didn't have a chance to win it. So... Yeah. Uh, we'll never know. Um, our number five fight, again, this is a great fight, was Quantum versus Lockjaw. Yeah. Uh, it was a very entertaining fight. Yeah. Uh, not that many great hits, but just great driving, and Quantum got popped up a lot. Yep. And, you know, Quantum, like Cobalt, um, even in defeat, they showed me enough to know that these are good bots. Yeah. I mean, they could take hits. It looked like that internal problem, and that's why they lost, but... Yeah. yeah, and then, you know, and you lose the lockjaw, the ultimate professional, yeah. uh, Don Hudson. Um, I mean, what, what can you say? The two veterans were lockjaw and warhead. Warhead isn't here anymore. It's mainly lockjaw that is like the one veteran that everyone knows about. Right. So. Um, so that was a great fight. I mean, a very yeah. entertaining fight. Um, but it's down at number five for this yeah. week. Uh, just because there was such a great card. It was great episode, great card. I mean, number six is Bombshell versus Rotator. Wait. That was an entertaining fight. Yeah. All of these fights are entertaining. I was never bored once during this Correct. Episode. Even last week, there were a couple snoozers. Yeah. yeah. I'm there were no 20-second matches today. No, which is crazy. Which is awesome. The quickest one You use was... crazy a lot. Okay. <laughs> which is crazy. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, the quickest match was Rotator versus Bombshell. That was a good 40 seconds. Was that all Not it was? Even. It seemed no, longer Bombshell, than my head. Bombshell got some good hits on there. So yeah. it, was, it was like a minute. Yeah, which, you know, that, that's, that's the minimum I want to see. Yeah. I want a match to go at least a minute. They yeah. can make it through the first minute. Uh, to me, I feel like I've been entertained. Yeah, and this fight, both sides were doing pretty well. I mean, Bombshell was getting hits on Rotator. It wasn't one-sided. Which I think that's correct. Important, yeah. Uh, no, not at all. And bombshell again. This is another reliable bot. As the season, you know, we started the season talking about big weapons. Yeah. As we go on, we talk more about reliability and durability. Yeah. And that's what's going to separate bots at this point. So. Yeah. And rotator is definitely reliable and durable. Yes. I mean, we talked about this multiple times, obviously. Yeah. But they split their frame in half. They lost one of their discs, spinners. The, you know, in practice before the first week. So. Yeah. Um, they're hanging in there. They went three minutes in their first match. Um, they won today. Um, so, 
you know, they got to feel like they're in a pretty good spot, even though they're one and one. Yeah. It's funny. The only time they weren't reliable is when they were testing. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's nothing. Whatever yeah. they wanted to put in the box with them uh, yeah. defeated them. <laughs> okay. And then um, our seventh fight of the night in our fight rankings uh, was Rainbow versus Nelly the Elephant. Uh, the yeah. Ellie Bot. Yeah, Elephant. Ellie Bots. Ellie Bot. Well, it's supposed to be an elephant. Yeah. So I'm trying to the mix Trump that is in the there. Um, but Nelly, you are out of your league. Yeah. Here. I'm glad to see a fan turn competitor. Yeah. I'm glad to hear the story. I, I love that part. I love that they're from another country. Um, so I was rooting for them, but they're a hammer and not a good one. So yeah, I mean, we didn't see the hammer, but like the armor isn't good, and that's important for hammer bots. You need good armor. Yeah, and you know what? Not seeing the hammer is kind of all I needed to see of the hammer. The fact that it never fired once is all yeah. I really need to know. Yeah, and when you're a hammer, you need defense because you want the bot to be at your front, and you're gonna have the bot hit you at some point. And one hit at the front, and Nelly the Ellie bot was ripped apart. From Rainbow. Yeah, and if we were going to slot the um, bonus fight in there from week three, Warhawk versus Petunia, where would you put that one? I would put Probably that... seven. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in between Rotator and then Rainbow. Yeah. So our number one fight of the night was Duck versus Cobalt. Number two was Endgame Ribot. Number three, Blacksmith Kraken. Number four, Tombstone Sawblaze. Number five, Quantum versus Lockjaw. That's crazy. That's five. Uh, six, Rotator Bombshell. Seven, Rainbow versus Nelly, the Ellie Bot. Um, that was it for week four. Yeah. Um, this was a great night. Yeah. We got to keep an eye out for Death Roll versus Foxtrot, though. Uh, that is Wednesday. That is the bonus fight on Wednesday night? Yeah. Something I noticed in season three, the bonus fights weren't good fights. They were just like, we don't want to air this on Discovery. But, like, the bonus fights have been really good this season. Like, they are better than some of the fights on the actual episode. So I like that. They're giving people a reason to watch the bonus fights. Yeah, and I actually took Foxtrot in this one, so this is kind of my upset pick. Uh, yeah. Just something I hope happens. Um, I did want to say that uh, we can confirm now that we are officially on iHeartRadio. Nice. I think we thought we were, but I know for sure that we are now. Um, we are on Apple. We are on Google. We are on TuneIn and Stitcher. Still waiting to hear back from SoundCloud. Yeah, Spotify and SoundCloud. Yep. Um, we'll let you know when that happens. Um, like, subscribe, rate, and review us. Every time you tap on something uh, with our podcast and rate it or review it, it really helps us. And it really means a lot. Now, I did want to make a special announcement. So starting this week for our top 16 robot reveal, if you are listening to this and you want your top 16 to be part of our rankings... You email them to us. You have to email it to us by 6 p.m. Tuesday night. 6 p.m. Tuesday, email us at unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. That's unofficialbattlebots, one word, at gmail.com. Or tag us in your, your tweet with your top 16. We are BattlebotsPod, all one word, on Twitter. Send us your top 16. We're gonna have we're gonna average all of our listener top 16s. That will count as one of our rankings that we average in. Uh, right now, we're using four rankings to average. 
We will now start using five. The fifth one will be our fan ranking. What do nice. you think about that? Yeah, I didn't even the, tell you yeah, I was going to do that. This is my first time hearing this, but I like it a lot. We get the viewer opinion on it. It's not only ours. Yeah, so we want you to be a part of this show. So if you have your top 16, email us. Unofficialbattlebots at gmail.com. BattlebotsPod on Twitter. Uh, tweet at us or send it through email, and you can be a part of the show. Yeah. And maybe we'll start doing, um, if this works out, then maybe we'll start doing fan predictions too. We'll start um, uh, getting fans. We'll get a poll. Yeah, uh, our, our own polls on yeah. who we think will win these battles. Um, this has been a blast. What a great night. Um, thanks, to everyone, for listening. Uh, what is this, episode 11? I think so. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. Uh, this has been so much fun. It really has. Um, and it's because this sport is growing, and it's awesome, and all these new bots, and the production at Discovery World and Science Channel are fantastic. Discovery yeah. World. That's, that's the uh, Science and Technology Museum here in Milwaukee. Uh, Science Channel and <laughs> Discovery Channel. Um, yes. Yeah. I got trip myself up there. Oh, yeah. Uh, but it's been a great season, and we just want to keep this going. So thanks to everyone. You got any last words, buddy? No. All right. We're signing off from the unofficial studios in Milwaukee. Uh, this was week four. This was our instant reactions and rapid recap. Uh, just for the record, uh, Alan has a better season record than I do. He is actually at about 67% win percentage. Um, I am right around 500 <laughs> Uh, this was not a great week for us, so if you listen to our predictions, you know that we did not do great. No, um, two and five, both of us. But we'll do. For, we'll try. Yeah. yeah, we'll try to do better. We'll we'll, we'll do better next week. Hopefully, um, but that's what makes this, this. That's what was why this was a great show yeah. because um, we didn't talk about the upset aspect of yeah. this. We talked about it more from the bounce back aspect. Yeah. Um, but a lot of these teams that bounce back, these were upsets. Yeah, and just something to say, we only know one fight next week. Right. So. And it is Sonawayachi. Yes. The Wisconsin team. Whiplash. Whiplash. So this could be a great uh, fight that is number uh, six versus number 10 in our rankings, our our week three rankings. Um, So we'll see where they are before this match. Uh, Tune in on Tuesday for our top 16 robot reveal. Yes. Uh, And remember, 6 p.m. Eastern. That's when you have to get your rankings to us. Got Anything else? Uh, no. All right. Signing off from Milwaukee. Thanks again for listening. Uh, we'll see, we'll talk to you on Tuesday. Somewhere around. Yeah. At least number two.